0: Quit a job, ever redefine yourself within one, ever started something in one day, or failed. Quit is a call in show where we try to help people sort out their lives, reevaluate their options, kick their crummy, corporate stooge jobs to the curb, and potentially start something awesome. I'm Dan Benjamin. It's time to quit. I liked how you did that. You intro. can call in, that's Heidi Cook. You can call in live to the show, 512 518 5714. Three call. I'm, uh- Poultry three callers sitting on in the hold queue. A poultry poultry three callers. (laughs) Hattie Cook, my account manager slash one time producer at Five by Five, now running Archer Avenue behind the scenes. Sitting across from me at the table here in our recording room at Five by Five Studios, located in Austin, Texas.
1: We need to know that it is three
0: oh three p.m. Central Time. It is sixty nine degrees here in Austin, Texas, Central Texas. And I guess we're here to do a show.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: The uh, Ansible, which is our call in system, was used and abused earlier this week by Jeff Kanata, <laughs> who was doing so
1: it's a little tired right brand now.
0: new show called uh, DLC, Downloadable Content, that kind of thing. Talks all about games, all kinds of games. So if you like that kind of thing, or, or you know who Jeff Kanata is, he's amazing. Met him out in L.A. God, he's a rock he, star. Talk about a rock star. He gave us My the God. best
1: breakfast place recommendation oh, yeah. I've ever eaten at, ever. It's
0: amazing. <sighs> anyway, Jeff Canada, brand Faye's new show, Grandpa. all about games, not just games, but every kind of game. Casual gaming, Xbox, PS2, board games, card games. The guy's obsessed with games. He's sick. He's sick in the head. I know. I'll tell him that to his face. I don't care how good looking he is.
1: I wonder how good he is at, like... You know, Candyland or like Chutes and Ladders. I
0: would not play him in either of those games. In either. He would really defeat me, and it would yeah. be awful. It'd be embarrassing. But he listen. I made a mistake because I let him use the theme song for his show that I really wanted to use for a different show, and now it's married to his show forever. It's and so it's good. Perfect it's for his. So song. good. We'll play a little play clip a little of bit. It. It's a good song. I mean, listen to this. Can you imagine him doing the intro to this? How good it is.
1: Never it's perfect. I should never do It's another. the best song. Second to quit.
0: It just gets better. Anyway, Jeff, Jeff is rocking that show. It's a good news show. You should check it out. Maybe if I just played enough on this show, people associated with us. Would right. Anything. Anyway. Shlok's not here today. He's been traveling, but he'll be. Hopefully we can get him back into the studio again soon. What are you typing over there?
1: Sorry, I'm loud. Sorry.
0: Sorry. It's not, I think it's your typing style that's loud because I, I just would,
1: get so excited. You
0: do. You're something good happened over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was listening to also I want to pimp one of our other shows. Could you put these two shows into the show notes? Put DLC right now. put DLC into the show notes,
1: please. DLC. See, I'm just googling DLC.
0: It'll probably come up. And also put this week's frequency and we had uh, you and I had Mike Hurley on the frequency this week and I want to I want to be honest and say I think that it's our it was our best frequency uh, ever.
1: Ever? Yeah. There was that one. Remember that was, we did on a better. Friday, and it was so yeah. good. Well, we were that both one.
0: Totally drunk.
1: That's like our episode seven of
0: Back to oh, Work, right. but
1: of the frequency. Yeah. That was yeah. so good. There's
0: it was a pretty DLC. good. I'll put this in the show notes. Boop. Anyway, um, this week I wanted to talk about a couple different things here on this show. Uh, I've, I've, I've had a lot of good suggestions uh, to come up with a great name for this show. A lot of people have suggested grit, tenacity, pivot. I'm always reminded of that amazing skit and friends pivot. Mm-hmm. So I would have to integrate that into the intro if I was going to do that. But I will award uh, the person who comes up with, with a, a name that's not one of those. something that, that's new. I'll award them. They will get a major award. If they win it. If, if they, they come up with a show. name that I wind up using that's not one that's already been suggested. It's something that's truly remarkable.
1: Zach's just wandering around the office with, a, with know, a knife. I don't know why he's doing that. Oh, well.
0: And uh if they come up with it, they will they will receive a bacon method mug,
1: Ooh. magnet,
0: and sticker.
1: And uh, I think we have quit stickers left.
0: They will get a quit yeah, sticker do. and a five by five sticker and a back to work sticker. Ooh. All of this if you oh get my the name. Gosh. That, yeah. So it's gotta be over Twitter. You gotta submit it over Twitter. I'm Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Just listening to you type. So put those two links into the show notes, please. And we will have the show notes available at 5x5.tv slash quit slash 47. So much going on, though, with podcasting. We brought in uh, the show from Tim Smith, The East Wing. It's a pretty amazing show.
1: It's in What's Hot right now. Yeah,
0: it and DLC are both in What's Hot. 5x5 is, is to all the, to the credit of our host, doing, doing really well in, in iTunes these days. And it's amazing to see it. Are you all right?
1: Yeah, I'm typing.
0: You don't have to type that just quietly. It, 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 Hattie, just the expression on her face... It was like it looked walking like,
1: on the edge of
0: it, a actually, building. It, it, it looked like you were being cut with razor blades. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think is where you're going. For. No, no. So this week, you know, this last episode, and also please Hattie put this into the show notes. Okay. The latest episode that we did uh, of Back to Work. I don't, you know, Merlin and I don't ever know what... Shows are going to really resonate with our listeners.
1: I totally know what you mean.
0: But this last episode that we did, titled Anxiety's a Goat... Was a, we, we both had a, a great time doing it.
1: How weird is this?
0: But it, it really, people have just been sending us the most positive feedback about the show. It makes us both really, really, really happy that we were able to do something that's, that's a, you know, beneficial to so many people. Uh, especially because like, we didn't, it's not like we sat down ahead of time and said, let's make a show, an episode that's really going to change really good. lives. Yeah. Like We just come in and we, we both try to do our best and sometimes it works and sometimes we wind up just talking about comics for an hour but people really this is one is resonating so so How it, weird
1: is this that was back to work number 153 yeah and that was frequency number 153 something's what? going
0: on but that's why this episode of Quit's going to gonna be a, a bomb not in a good way you ever heard the you, you've been to the uk right the UK. you ever heard you ever heard the expression that was actually her doing it yeah have you ever heard the expression of brick like oh he's really he's a brick
1: no
0: okay because i'm reading these narnia books and oh, they yeah? keep using this expression like he's a brick And it's a good thing. Like it's a complimentary thing to say. How? All right. You're not really going to be serious on today's show. I
1: am going to be serious.
0: When will that begin?
1: I don't know the term brick.
0: No, I'm just asking about, you know, what the singing and the the song and dance. (laughs) So here's the the, uh, email that I got. And I've been instructed that if I would like, oh, and by the way, if you want to share your emails, Hattie, where can people go to share their emails on this show? I don't know. 5by5.tv slash contact.
1: I know, but you've changed things around. It I don't want to works. give the wrong URL here. It still works. Okay.
0: Contact Is it warm page. in here? Would you like for me to turn it, down? it was really warm. <laughs> 5by5.tv slash contact. You can send your emails, and if they're any good, I will read them. And you can also call into the show. The number to dial if you would like to call into the show and be a part of it. Is, uh, is, well, it's actually listed right on the quit page itself, 5x5.tv slash quit will have it, but if you go there, 512-518-5714, you're sitting in your car right now, thank you, Addy, you're in rush hour traffic, you're going nuts, you're listening to this show on, on your free 5x5 streaming app, what are you going to do? You're going to call in, right? Addy, what's the number?
1: 512-518-5714.
0: She's got it memorized. Yep. Superstar. 5125185714 give me a call we'll talk about something So here's the email Person writes in and says if you read this on the air please refer to me as junior doctor You're going to like this one Hattie
1: Junior doctor
0: Yeah listen to this one Uh junior doctor says I was just listening to your rant I actually want to call Do- Dr Junior You know, like Dr girlfriend
1: Oh I remember Dr, Dr. girlfriend Dr.
0: Uh, On episode three about dressing for work and have an interesting story to relate for that. Hmm. At my medical school, there's an annual lecture usually given by eminent doctors to motivate and inspire the next generation. Did you have something like that at uh, at college? Like, did someone come in and speak at your graduation? Do you recall? Uh,
1: I don't believe so, no. We just kind of, it was a very short ceremony. Yeah. Get in, get out, get get all graduated as fast as you can. (laughs) Yeah.
0: At my medical school, there's an annual lecture usually given by eminent doctors to motivate and inspire the next generation. One year we had a fellow, let's call him Dr. A, who among other things spoke of how he dressed. He had ever since he was a resident hated the stiff old shirt and suit paradigm. There are a whole bunch of reasons you can argue this point. For example, one, it was hard to relate to young people. Two, research showed that white coats, jacket and ties, which rarely get washed, can transmit Infectious organisms.
1: Ew. Clean to you.
0: People struggle to remember even the names of their doctors, but can easily remember it was the one wearing casual clothes. So as soon as he finished his training, he started to get really casual. I'm talking shorts, t-shirts, yes, even flip-flops. He would change and wash them every day like regular clothes. you imagine going to your doctor's office and walking around in flip-flops and a Hawaiian shirt or something? <laughs> Now, his colleagues thought that he was nuts, but he stood firm. He was a true believer in this approach, and he had a steady stream of patience and a growing practice to back it up. My patients know who I am. They understand why I do this. They're coming to see me and feel more, feel more comfortable that I dress casually. He would respond something along those lines. Now, it so happens that doctors, Dr. A's mother developed cancer, and he had to take her to see Dr. B. Dr. A was very anxious about this appointment as she had seen the results, as, as he had seen the results, done some research, and he knew that the situation was serious. Who is this calling me? Mm-hmm. Is this the guy or is this the the uh, car people? Two, three, three. Yeah. I think it's the car people. I'm going to yeah. take it. Hang on. Take it on the show. Hello? It's him. Hey, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm all right i'm uh for getting ready to be on the air here so uh what's the news you got good news for me okay
1: his car is in the shop
0: what's happening twenty third mm-hmm. fantastic thanks <laughs> for the update dear
1: in the headlights eyes.
0: All right. Bye. Why do you keep looking at me like that? Hattie. Hattie. This is the kind of thing that I'm talking about. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Remember when I... Okay. So, you were in the car with me. Yes. And we were going to the sushi restaurant. Yes. And uh, as we were completing the turn into the sushi restaurant parking lot, what happened to us?
1: We were clipped by a car behind us. Right. And then a car behind them slammed into them. Right. By not, that time, we were,
0: by that time, we, were, we were already
1: we didn't even know that. First of all, we didn't even know that a wreck happened. Right. We thought we'd jump the, the curb <laughs> like you something. usually do. I
0: do
1: not. Uh-huh. And then. So we didn't even know anything happened. So we you just pulled up happened. into the parking space and, and I, then we and turned I, around and I looked
0: out. and we saw I saw, out. I
1: saw um, a rear view mirror or like a side <laughs> mirror, like flying through the air. And I was like, <laughs> what right. was that?
0: Well, it turns out the lady behind me wasn't paying enough attention. And, and if, you, if you follow, uh, if you have proper following distance, mm. yep. you should have a distance. And, and I know many people don't do this, but you should have enough distance between you and the car in front of you, of you so that if they come to a complete stop, abrupt, complete stop that you will also be able to come to a complete stop.
1: And then a car length for each 10 miles per hour you're going. I think that's right. So if you're going 60, you need six car lengths,
0: et cetera. And of course nobody does this. Now, you you also do not need to worry about being rear-ended if you have to come to a complete stop because, of course, the person behind you is also maintaining proper following distance. We all are. Right? Yep. So – the lady in front of me uh, the lady behind me not maintaining proper following distance and the guy behind her not maintaining proper following distance so that i slow down and make a turn she hits the back of our car as we're turning take it in the guy the guy for the auto insurance of course it's 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 totally not my fault at all and that's not even ever brought up uh it, so the lady behind me her insurance company comes out looks at my car says this will be 3 day repair <laughs> 3 day right Three day. Repair. You couldn't get
1: a dent popped out in three days. You can't get
0: anything in three days. <laughs> so three day repair is what they say, and twenty one hundred bucks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now listen, I dri- I drive an Audi A four. It's it's a nice car. Yes. And nothing nothing on an Audi is going to cost twenty one hundred dollars.
1: Nothing on. Many cars, many nice cars, is going to cost twenty one hundred dollars.
0: Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe a, a relatively entry level uh, import type car. Maybe right. this damage on that car with aftermarket parts, you could maybe get it done for twenty one hundred dollars. Right, the cars drivable, it's but just, that it's ki-
1: But also that kind of a wreck. That's not. That's not twenty one hundred dollars worth know. of stuff. So
0: they <laughs> it's uh, a lot more. They, the guys open it up. And and I have to take it to like the, you know, the approved Audi like repair place. It's not a dealer, but it it's like they're the only place in Central Texas authorized to like buy Audi to fix the Audi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not just gonna take it to like, you know, the local corner place. This is a nice place. So I go there and they open it up and they're like, Well, it's probably gonna be about two thousand dollars more than what they told you. I said, well, Of course it is. And I said, they're saying three days. I doubt it's going to be three days. now, it now? it's probably not going to be three days. So how long have we had the car? When did we drop it off? Thursday of last week. Well, first of
1: all, the, the wreck happened like ages ago. Yeah. That was like, back to in November. We had to wait for them
0: to finally like, determine fault. And between the other two people, did right. he hit her into me? Or did she just hit me? And blah, blah, blah. Right. Nonsense.
1: And, and everybody spelled everyone's name wrong. Everybody yeah. thought you were the last car. Right. Everybody, was, like <laughs> Everyone got everything total, wrong. Everyone totally was not ridiculous. doing their jobs. It was terrible.
0: Terrible. So, long story short, dropped a car off on Thursday. Today's Friday. Yep. La- not yesterday. A week ago yesterday. Mm-hmm. For the three-day repair. Do you right. know when he's saying it'll be done?
1: Three weeks from now. The 23rd. Yeah, that's two weeks from now. So. Same as last time. About six weeks for your car. Double
0: the cost yeah. that, the, that, that the original insurance adjuster and four times or, or more the, the date.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: Now, it so happens that Dr. A's mother developed cancer and he had to take her to see Dr. B. Dr. A was very anxious about this appointment as he had seen the results, done some research, and he knew that the situation was serious. The immediate tremendous wave of relief he felt when he walked into the office and saw that Dr. B was wearing a suit and tie was incomparable. He reassured Dr. A in a way that nothing else could. Interesting. Okay. On a similar matter, I'm training as a surgeon, so I take things even further. I am a male, and I get manicures. Why do I do this? Because the things people notice are, mm-hmm. what does he wear? Are his teeth crooked or yellow? And what do his fingernails look like? Because people judge books by their covers all the time. Regards, Dr. Junior. Now. Yep.
1: It's very interesting.
0: I've, I've been talking a long time on the show, and this is not my topic necessarily. Okay, I'm making a show note idea here. I, I'm I, I believe that because it's I'm not saying it's good to judge a book by its cover, okay? But people do this, Hattie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People do this. Oh yeah. When I went on on the first day that I was, you know, that you were starting to work with me, I was sort of interviewing you and talking to you. Mm-hmm. We went out, uh, and I uh, after your we had done a phone interview. Yeah. And I and I I thought you were a good match you're one of like four or five candidates and I said I'm going to be going uh looking at uh office space with mm-hmm. my uh, uh, you know my real estate agent guy. Why don't you come along and take some notes? And I've told this story many times. What how, what were you wearing and, and what was your appearance? This is you know when when you showed up. You've been you've done many interviews before, you'd worked professionally before, all that stuff. So you kind of knew what to do. But what yeah. how did what were you wearing and how did you show up on this?
1: Um I wore I, and, well, it was, it's hard in the summertime Very to wear hot here in Texas, anything that's completely like
0: you're if, wearing cutoff jeans and a bikini, top.
1: right? Exactly. No, um, I was in a, uh, like a little silk blue and white striped t- blouse top mm-hmm. it for me. I wish I would have had sleeves it had thick like like thicker sleeveless kind of shirt uh-huh. but it was so hot it was like 120 was like and i don't know so great. that was what i had to do i didn't want to be sweating through my shirt uh and then i had nice uh jeans on and um high heels and i had my hair done jewelry my nails i think were done i think, yes they were
0: so you know i'd had other people when and when i, I had was... my
1: nice purse and i brought the nice pen that looks nice bought a new little note-taking thing right everything all done
0: i'd had a, other people interview and it looked like they you know a couple of them they dressed professionally you know for, for the interview and there are other ones who they just sort of rolled in they looked like you know they might have been just sitting out back drinking and they, and they oh, decided to, to come interview. and talk to you maybe i'll go talk and you know it, it, it's the same thing we always joke about this whenever somebody does an interview on tv or tv <laughs> as Hattie said tv tv and when people go and do these interviews on TV and they show up and they're wearing, like, I'm serious, especially if you're a guy, like, put a tie on if you're going to be on national TV. If you're going to be interviewed on a national news program, mm-hmm. not the Sunday morning thing where you're talking whatever, but, like, this is, like, a prime time going to be seen by millions of people, put a tie on if, if, it's a, if you're talking about something professionally. Yeah. You know Everyone's going to see you. Nobody
1: in, wants to see you in your old, stretched-out neck
0: right. of your t-shirt. That's loose t-shirt. I
1: hate that. Stupid. That's my number one thing. Ugh.
0: So, but it 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 just goes to show you that people will make an initial impression from you. They will care, even though it's not oh, right. Yeah, they absolutely will care. Uh, about, about your appearance. And I think as- that
1: comes from a, from a more primal thing. You have to, you kind of have to judge a book by its cover in a way. In a way, we used to. Sure. Is this thing dangerous or is it not?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we've just kind of held on to that in a way, probably in a little more superficial way now, yeah. but... But I mean, I think it, it stems from a good place.
0: It doesn't matter. Like for me, somebody's age is not that important if they're young or old. That that's not really something. It's more about is this person capable of doing the job. But but dressing dressing correctly for the interview or for the the role that you have once you have the job is important because it also demonstrates a level of caring to people. It shows the other people around you that you. You and and not in a superficial way, but in a way that that you kind of take a bit of pride in the fact that you know and and you you'd be surprised, Hattie. You mm-hmm. would be surprised what you can buy at Target. Um, that's yeah. professional and that looks.
1: You can buy full nice. blazer suits and everything at Target. You don't have to. You know, if you're God, you can you can
0: go to Target and you can buy nice button-down shirts. And I, you know, I used to have a, a a nice black shirt, and I got compliments on it all the time from people, especially Shlok. He would follow me around the room, just talking about how great my shirt was. The black oh, yeah. shirt. Remember that I one? I remember the I black couldn't shirt. Pe- it was like I couldn't. What peel happened them to off that me. one? Well, it was from Target, <laughs> and like like things you get from Target after you wash and wear it a few dozen times it
1: starts to disintegrate it's,
0: but it, you know what it is like it's like twelve dollars or something yeah but it was a great shirt you can go to target and and if you say you know what i don't know if i'm going to get this job or not but i don't really have a nice dress shirt and a nice you know pair of slacks or a nice pair of everyone t- should have an like, interview you can go outfit to target and 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 spend 50 bucks for a job that you think you might get then you have like your interview outfit if you're lucky enough not to be in 110-degree uh, in summer weather anyway. but It is.
1: It's hard to dress professionally in the summer here. It, it really is. is.
0: <laughs> and you knew that we were going to be going, walking in and out of the car and out of the building. I would
1: be walking around the side of buildings. Yeah. So I wasn't in, like, stilettos. I was just in, like, little normal heels. I don't know how to, what
0: you call it. But very professional. And I think that's, it's so important because you are, you are creating an image. You are uh, creating an impression to people.
1: Dress for the job that you want, not the job you have. That's a
0: good tip also. But I think that, you know, and I talked about this subject before, and I don't mean to to beat it up again. But I just, I think that putting yourself together, you know, even if you're among, I have never, I have never once in my entire career and professional working life ever heard somebody say, except one time, oh, you know, this person dresses too nicely. Usually it inspires other people to dress better. Mm -hmm. Usually it inspires other people to care about their appearance. And usually, you know, if I came in here in a pair of shorts and flip-flops and a ripped-up old T-shirt, and you came in here in a pair of, you know, cut-off shorts and a bikini top or whatever you wear. Who would take us seriously? No one would take that seriously. And then when we go to hire somebody, they're going to think one of two things. They're going to think either... This is okay to wear. I can wear whatever crap I want to work. Or they're going to be like, I don't want to work in a place where people dress like this. And there, you know, I know time and time again, I've worked at places or worked with with people who have these super super casual uh, environments. Now, I'm not saying everyone needs to wear a suit and tie to sit in front of a computer for eight hours. That's, Correct. That's ridiculous. But. We a, don't want you to be uncomfortable. No, but but being presentable and looking nice, especially if you work in, a, in an environment where you might have a client or customer come in, of course you're going to be yeah. more aware of it. But I'm just I'm so often surprised when I've met with potential developers and I wanted to hire or potential people even if it's just for a contract or something. Yeah. You know, when they show up in a beat-up old, you know, polo uh, shirt and a pair of shorts and a hoodie. A, and, and a hoodie. Yeah. Like you that's, Am I, that's
1: how you're going to treat my project. You're going to treat the project that I give you like an old pair you. of jeans and an old hoodie. That's what. That's what you're going to. That's the effort you're going to put into it. That or that's what I think you are going to. I think so, so. why too. would I? Why would I? Why would I hire you?
0: Yeah. Zach is saying in the chat room that he showed up in a hoodie for the interview, but he, in wasn't, a, look, he wasn't. Really, a, really. You're
1: interviewed. fine, Zach.
0: He wasn't really interviewed
1: yeah He's you, already, you already he's, he, fine. he's fine see, but you
0: have to there's sort of there's sort of a separate class that I would call in general the comic book guy. yeah, and the comic book guy gets a special sort of grandfathered in rule. Right. because they're they have such unique skills and they're valuable mm-hmm. that you have to kind of tolerate that. and you also know that for them that is dressing up Well, that's their hoodie for them that is dressing up. yeah for him, the fact that he put the hoodie on, that was equivalent to me that was going his dress hoodie and go, flying to London. And getting a made-to-measure suit on Savile Row, <laughs> and and flying back with it for one interview—that's equivalent of him just putting a hoodie on. Just him putting a shirt on is a step.
1: He's laughing. <laughs> well, it's true. But like um, the uh, fact that he
0: showers at the
1: at the comic store.
0: Yeah, he rolls a different uh, different way. Right. But what I'm saying is, if you if if you're in a professional environment, a professional job especially if you have any dealings with clients, customers, that kind of thing. And I've said this before. I've said, I'll say it again. I've said it before, Virginia, I think in the chat room, tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm thinking to you or somebody else, that you get up in the morning, especially if you work from home, I'll actually say, you know what, Hattie, I'll go a step further. It's more important to, to get a shower and, dra- and shave and dress. If you're working at home alone than it is to be in an office. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard to separate work from home and the fact that we don't have commutes when we work at home. And I did this for, for a handful of years. The fact that you are, uh, yeah. So here's what Virginia is saying. You are thinking of me. It's super duper important. And I was blase about it at first. She says, I'm, I'm all fancy while I wait on hold right now. Oh, she's on hold. But that's the thing is, is you wake up, you shave, you shower, you put on clothes and then you're ready for the day. It's some kind of transition. And it also sets you up for the day. You feel fresh. You feel ready to go. Somebody calls you to make an appointment. Somebody calls you to meet for lunch. There's a social group that's happening where they're going to talk about PHP or whatever. You can go to this. You don't have, You don't procrastinate. You don't miss appointments. You're not late for things. You're done. Yeah. You're ready for your day. Well, I don't want to do that if I work at home. I'm a developer. I don't need to see the light of day. Well, that'll come back and bite you, I promise. Yeah. To our first sponsor. I'm so glad to have these people.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It's exciting. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting because I love these, these uh, friends that we have over these at Linda. Are friends, com. Linda, listen, I don't know if, I don't know if you're listening to this show, <laughs> if you're listening to this show, Hattie, uh-huh. and you're thinking about starting something awesome, doing something awesome, reinventing yourself within your current job, turning your career around. Doing something different. How changing
1: are, gears, changing switching it gears. up. Changing
0: gears. How are you going to learn what it is that you need to do to, to get that? Oh, you want to work over there with the cool kids in that group and you've got to learn HTML5 and CSS3 to do it? How are you going to do that and take a, you know, take a class? You're going to, you're going to drive down to the high school and have the high school kids teach you what to do? No, <laughs> you've got to learn on your terms. You've got to learn the way that you're ready to learn and you want and to at do your it pace, at your own pace. Exactly. That's exactly what Linda's all about. They have more than two thousand high-quality video courses that are taught. Who are they taught by? They're, some guy walking around. Jimbo in the street. on the street? Yeah, no, no. Industry experts, people who know exactly what they're doing and how to teach it to you. They have new courses every day. Tons of courses, beginner to advanced videos that have things like animations and diagrams. It's not just a, a it's voice. It's not just talking. It's not just a, a black screen with a voice. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so easy to find what you need at linda it really really is they help their anybody learn creative software business skills you name it now here's how this works and this is this is important this is what you must understand this is a subscription service so you're going to pay 25 bucks a month but you will have access to every single course in their entire library what do you want to learn this year? How do you want to learn online marketing? You want to yeah. learn software? You want to learn design?
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe I even want to brush up on my design.
0: Yeah. It's been a little while. You want to get back. I
1: haven't in, touched to uh, Photoshop for a little while. Right. I haven't,
0: but I mean, they have everything in there. Stuff that's, that's in demand, especially for, for people who are in, in business and want to improve their own business, leadership stuff, time management. How do you, you should go in that one? SEO, <laughs> Google analytics. You know, you want to get better at, at Photoshop, InDesign, WordPress, Excel, you want to be a better photographer. You want to give better presentations. You want to manage your projects. But all of this stuff, all of this stuff is great. And the kind of stuff that I really like and I wish more people uh, would would do and I'm going to make this recommendation for you, Hattie. Yeah. The time management, project management yeah, I need stuff. I There are actual methodologies. And Merlin uh, did a really great back to work about getting things done. All of these different kinds of methodologies. Mm-hmm. You can learn this. Everybody can benefit from this. Yeah. Including me, everybody. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm pretty perfect, but even I could benefit from this. 2,000 courses. So here's what you do. You go to lynda.com. It's not L-I. Don't spell it like that. <laughs> l-y-n-d-a linda l-y-n-d-a dot com slash quit this is going to let you try it free for seven days
1: seven days seven days
0: so go check it out <laughs> linda.com slash quit thank you so much to linda for supporting five by five and quit pivot grit tenacity tbd i 'm serious, they're great, and yeah. there's no, they, we used to call them screencasts back in the old days, Yep. so this is great. love those people if you guys don't go and every one of you right now, listen, you want another episode of this show like you need to go visit the sponsor. i don't know how to put this another way. You need to go right now to lynda.com slash quit you have to do this because I want them to I want them to be blown away by how many people sign up for this. I want them to sit there literally. And Linda herself will come down and her jaw will drop and she'll be like, Hattie, I don't know what's going on over there on that show, but we had like 20,000. You broke sign-ups. our
1: entire server. Our site
0: went down because you, you, you you've, this is great. And then they sign up for a whole year and then we can keep doing shows. People think that these shows are free. They produce themselves. <laughs> the rent pays for itself here.
1: We live in a utopia.
0: Linda is a real person, the tiger ass. Yes. Yes, she is. Linda is an actual human. And
1: if you go to lynda.com slash quit, you will see a picture of Linda right there. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to it. I'm going to go to her now. Linda,
0: Linda. L-Y-N-D-A dot com
1: slash
0: quit. There's a picture of her on it? Yeah, right there there on the right. Why isn't there a picture of me? There she is. Why isn't there a picture of me? Because
1: this is about Linda. It's not about you.
0: Well, the show is about me. The
1: show is about you.
0: Call, call Linda and uh, let call her know her, that yeah. I need to I'll, I'll get a picture of me up there. Okay. By next week, and I and tell her what I guarantee you that if there's a picture of me up there, they'll get more signups.
1: <laughs> Which photo would you like, Dan?
0: Um, the one of me. Take some uh, new headshots. The one of me uh, surfing. <laughs> Do you I'm have totally one ripped. surfing? Yeah. I've been working on this uh podcasting equipment guide that people keep asking for, and I have it it's basically done. I'm just filling in the last few details, and then I'll be posting that and I was wondering if I should post it on the site for the book or if I should just post it just somewhere else, maybe make a domain just for it a one, another one page domain.
1: yeah maybe
0: I don't know, but I know people have been asking for this, so uh it's it should be out today. Want to figure out what domain to post it on, but you know it's. There, there was another. There was one more topic, Hattie. Yeah. That, uh, that you had brought up in the pre-show when we were trying to figure out what to yeah. talk about. That's uh, hits close to home for you. Hits real close to home.
1: I, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Um. What I uh, I had a a friend. A
0: friend. A period space a, capital F friend. A friend. Yes.
1: Um. Ask. If we had any episodes of quit that would help her decide how to actually quit her job once she had found a job and it accepted it. Right. When to put in the two weeks notice, how to cope with the feelings of, um, I believe, I believe her words were the people that how to tell the people that basically made you and your career that you're leaving.
0: Yeah, because and
1: how to live with the guilt that goes along with that. Like they gave me my first job, now I have to say goodbye because I'm moving on to something better, and I feel bad.
0: Yeah, I think I think this is a fantastic question. I'm glad that you brought it up, Hattie. Um, You know, I think that people do feel a great degree if they're happy in their job. Or, or even if they're not that happy. Fulfilled by their job. Right. Especially then, they feel a, a high degree of loyalty to the company that they're working for or, mm-hmm. or, you know, was working for. And, and even people who are not necessarily happy, they think back and say, you know, I, I was happy or I've been here for two or three years or whatever. So there's a couple different ways to look at this. On the one hand, there are the personal relationships that you've built and the, the energy, the time and the money that your employer has invested in you. And even if they're a very large company with tons and tons of money and, uh, and and an entire HR department, they've still invested a lot of time and energy and money into you as an employee a lot. And if you suddenly decide to, you know, up and leave. Yeah. In a way you could say that, yes, they, they have lost that time, energy, money that they put into it. But if you've, Done the. Hold on, Hattie has to respond to her phone. Let's wait. Let's wait.
1: No, it's off now. Are you sure? Yeah.
0: Because I mean, we can we can take some time out for your text messages. If <laughs> Said like. the
1: man whose phone goes off constantly.
0: Wait, let me check. Hold on, let me go to the quit page. Whose show is this? Is this my show <laughs> or is it Hattie's
1: No, mine's. Hold on, it page. has
0: my name on the show. You're so dumb. So maybe if I take a call during the show, that's my choice, but... Oh, you know what? Let's set a meeting to talk about after the show.
1: (laughs) Don't, no. Don't laugh at me like that.
0: Um, You're terrible. So, uh, the the concept, though, that I'm trying to convey is if you've done a really good job and and you've pulled your weight and you've done a good job in your job, then you should not, and, and you're unhappy... Or there's a better opportunity. If you're unhappy and you've expressed that unhappiness to your boss and nothing was done. Uh, or there's just a plain better opportunity. You're going to get more money. It's going to be a promotion and you're going to get to live where you want to live uh, or work where you want to work. I don't think that, that you owe them anything other than earning uh, earning the the pay that they gave you. In other words, if you showed up every day and you did a great job and you delivered above and beyond what they were hoping for. And you have made a decision to leave. You don't owe them anything. There's that great line, Hattie, from uh, what was it? The second season of Mad Men. Yeah. Where uh, uh, Peggy comes in and she's talking to Don Draper. And she's saying, what about the ideas that I came up with? This was my idea. This was the other one. And you never say thank you or something. I'm paraphrasing.
1: Yeah, no, She said, I've worked so hard on this. You never tell me thank you. or I just wanted to thank you or something.
0: Right. And he basically says, that's what the money is for. That's what we pay you for.
1: <laughs> oh, John Draper. <laughs> but, you know, in, in a
0: way that it's true. It I'm is not, true. I'm not
1: saying. People you know, get emotionally invested in their jobs. They
0: certainly do. And and I think that there's a, a good reason for that. I mean, I, you know, and I do my best to tell my employees that, you know, they, if, if they've done a good job. And honestly, if they don't do a good job, I'm gonna I'm going to talk about that, too. But people like to hear that they've done well. They like to be told good job if they do a good job, and and I think if you go to them and say, well, that was that was not good. Let's figure out how we know we're not going to do that again. That's important too. And I have a lot to learn about that too. I think everybody does. But if you've been working somewhere and you've put in the time and you've you've been a good employee by all uh, definitions of that, and it's time to move on, you there's no guilt. You don't owe them anything. Just like they technically don't owe you a thank you. They're paying you to do a job. You don't owe them to stay there. Now it's different if it's a super small company. I think that gets a little trickier in a small company where it's like two, three, four, five people. Yeah. And you're in a very, you know, you're in a role that's closer to your, your, your boss or bosses and they rely on you a bit more. It's a little stickier and a little bit different there. But now I happen to know which friend you're talking about, and I happen to know that she is in a, in a I would say a, a oh, mid... A
1: semi-large yeah, company.
0: Yeah. You know, we're not talking about five people. We're talking about dozens of I think of it people.
1: was like... A few dozen? Two, well, maybe like under a
0: hundred. You know, that's a large enough company that you, you're there, uh, you do a great job, and you find another opportunity and you let them know. And how do you do that? You give them You give them a notice. Now, depending on the level of job that you have, if there's a C... In your title, you probably need to give multiple months notice. Oh, right. Multiple months. Yeah. If you're a CTO, CIO, do they use CIO anymore? CFO, CMO, that kind of thing. Or if you CEO. Have, <laughs> well, then you can't quit. But if you, <laughs> have a, if you have a, well, I guess you could. If you have a, uh, a V in your title, like VP of, if you have a D in your title, like director of, yeah. you probably need to give a lot of notice. Uh, and in my experience in these things, when I, I was a CTO of a company and I gave them a two month notice and they were freaking out that that's the, that I, I, I only gave them a two month notice. <laughs> they wanted like, I don't know, a six month, like they wanted more. And you know what? That's fine. And that's why whenever that's you That's usually
1: negotiated in your initial contract though. That maybe you sign. the
0: contracts aren't always legal either. See, and that's the thing. Don't get confused. People say that's a great comment because a lot of the time, people have employment contracts. Many, ah. many states. Texas is one of them. Uh, there, this is a right to work state. You can't yeah. have anyone employed under a contract at all. Right? Like
1: if, I. Okay. I could get up and walk out right now and be Never like, I'm done. Never see you again. Yeah. Never see me again. You don't done. have to give me any notice, any notice at all.
0: At all. Yeah. And now, what would happen is if you were... You would be sad. I would be sad. <laughs> and, uh, but if somebody, if your next job, if you used me as a reference, uh-huh. and they called, there are certain things that I would be and would not be allowed to say. And there are certain things they wouldn't and wouldn't be allowed to ask me. But I could, I probably could say, she did not give a notice when she left. Right. And, and that wouldn't necessarily look good for you. But yes, it is absolutely within your legal right to say, I don't want to work here anymore. I'm and get them walk out at the same thing. I could say you're fired right now. And you could say, what for? And I said, cause I felt like it, it don't matter. And right. then you just, and you're gone and you never come back. And I don't and need to give, give you, you me, any, notice. you give
1: me the white box to put my stuff into.
0: But you know, I think that, I, I think that it, depending on the state that you're in, um, you know, it's, it's very much a, Uh, you know, people, the employment contracts and things. I, I, I would never sign one of those. I would never sign that, but giving them a notice is usually a nice courtesy that you can extend. Virginia says, if you state, I can verify dates of employment, that's code for, I have nothing good to say, but am legally obligated not to (laughs) say negative things. Um, F Waller says it's a banker's box, but I think that, um, you know, I think that, that you don't, owe your employer anything other than a very fair explanation of why you're leaving, Mm -hmm. an opportunity to hear them out if they want to give you a counteroffer.
1: And yes, an opportunity to make things better if it's because you're unhappy there.
0: Yeah. And I I am not a big fan of going into your boss and saying, I'm going to go work at this other place and I'm leaving to go work at this other place. Unless you convince me to stay. Like, I don't, like if you're having, Wait, like, a, don't
1: threaten. That's
0: stupid. But here's where we get into the situation that your friend was, was worried about when she was leaving, which is if she, you go to happy. your boss yeah. and you say, I'm unhappy. Yeah. Then there, there's a chance if they're not a cool boss that they're going to be like, well, fine, don't let the door hit you on the way out.
1: Right. And I did hear some information from her that said when she, he was out of town, um, for weeks on end. And so to put in her two weeks notice, she had to call him. Mm. And uh, let's just say he didn't act very adult about it. Let's really? Say. Yeah. Which yeah, is sad because is she sad. enjoyed working there. Right. And it's sad to kind of leave on a bad note when it could have ended really well. I I worked at, um, at, a, at a little graphic design firm and it was literally um, one, two, three, four, five... Me and four other people. Yeah. And we all sat in the same room, sometimes on the same couch <laughs> with our laptops on our legs, right. you know? And so when it came time that I had to leave, I had to go back to school and I couldn't, I literally could didn't have any time to work. And uh, it was really sad. I felt like I was letting them down. I felt like mm-hmm. I, you know, could do better than that and I could give them more of my time and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, that's, while that probably was would be the case if I was not trying to complete my schooling,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. And you definitely, you know, whenever I left a place where I knew that they were relying on me for a lot of different things, I was always very aware of that. And I would, you know, when I when I had made a decision to leave, um, usually it was for, it was not because I was unhappy purely. It was because I found a, a what I considered to be a better opportunity, right or wrong. And, you know, and I think it's really important to say to somebody, um, you know, it's been great working here and I really appreciate it. I'm leaving because it's a better opportunity. And they may say, well, gosh, is there anything I can, I can say to change your mind? And, and you know, usually the answer is going to be no. If you've gone to them already, if you're unhappy, it's your obligation to, to I think, go to your employer and, ex- and say, I like working here. I like the things that I do, but there's a problem, and I want to come to you with this problem, and I want to make it better. you know, um, I feel like the other people around me uh I, you know from what I've heard, I think they make more money than I make and and I know I work mm-hmm. just as hard as them is Is there anything you can do to help me out there? I feel like it's not fair, and you know that's not the best thing to say, but like if people feel that all the time you know, and you or know just, what? And I if, need more money for the job that I'm doing or whatever you know I in think order to feel that
1: i you know am um being compensated, compensated you know, correctly for whatever. And like, if you're really that worried about it or if you're really being, not getting paid enough, then come in with statistics, come in with printed out data that says, look, this is how much this person would get after two years. This is how much this person would get after this year. And say, I know, I know that this is your company. I know that this is, you know, if you're talking to the CEO or whatever. Um, but say, you know, it's, it would only be fair see what they have to say and if they say the the worst they can say is no
0: if you don't ask yeah and that's something that i think is so important is just having that open line of communication where if you are unhappy you can go to them and say i'm unhappy let's make a change together to fix this not i found another job and i'm leaving and now if you if you're let's say you, you meet uh, somebody and you learn about a new position, you learn about a new job and you're like, wow, this would be a better title. The company is closer to my house and they're more forward thinking. I get to use a Mac instead of a PC. And you know, I, I get to work with these amazing clients that I really want to work with. I'm going to take this job because it's all better all around. And it doesn't really matter. There's nothing that your boss or whatever could say. Then you just give your notice. And I think for most people, a two week notice is plenty. But I think that when you go in, uh, you, you, you say, To your employer, I, I'm, you know, you put it in writing, of course, and you sit down with them in person and tell them and also give them the letter that you've written. And you say, I'm, um, I'm sorry to say this, this is my two week notice. Um, I found another position that I think would be more suited to my skills and my interests. And, uh, if you need more time than this two weeks, that's something we might be able to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, but but this is my two-week notice, and I've, I I want to thank you very much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for letting me work here. I've learned so much, and you've been so helpful. And if this is the part where you feel that they were your first job out of college and you owe them something, you don't. But this is where you can say thank you. Thank you very much for helping me uh, get to can, where I am. Yeah,
1: you can always write a little thank you note or, or like –
0: Of course. T-
1: you know – Write thank you notes, or write a little something to each person if you really feel the need to, and if they really have inspired you. And then stay in contact. What other better way to say thank you is to just still be friends yeah. with them.
0: Unlike unlike you know uh, ending a relationship with somebody, you still can be friends with your uh, previous. Uh, right, they're not
1: ex. Oh, I just saw my ex coworker at work.
0: All right. oh.
1: I guess you wouldn't see them at
0: work. So (laughs) one of the callers dropped off. So now I'm not going to take any calls unless you can get that call. That is Virginia. No, there's three callers, three callers still sitting there. We had a fourth one. And if those three callers don't team up and find the fourth one and bring them back, then they're all going to suffer. And you know what? That's what you do. Just like in, in the Marines. If, uh, if, if one person messes up, you don't mess up that person. You, you, you don't punish that person. Right, you, you punish, punish the everybody. whole platoon. Yeah. You make them all suffer. Now, see, now they're calling back in. Uh, huh. You see what I'm saying? They're all going to pay. And then, then trust me, that person's not going to screw up that way again.
1: Because they'll kill that other That's person.
0: Right. <laughs> you ever heard of a little, uh, little company called Squarespace, Hattie? Say what? Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website you can get a free trial and 10% off. You know I tell people about this all the time. The code is Dan sent me one. I'm just going to I'm just going to lay it out. Okay? I'm just going to spell it out for you guys. Spell it out. Squarespace is the best. Okay, and number one. Number one, A. Number two. Squarespace oh. is the best. Two, they're constantly updating their platform with new features, new designs, and better support three c they have beautiful templates you can start with tons of style options you can adjust with little tiny sliders and uh five they have built-in seo and you don't understand how important this is if you're making a site and you want it to get in the search engines you want it to be found but you have to play you heard about rap genius who got kicked out of google you're not going to get kicked out of google with your squarespace site because they know the rules They've got two brand new iOS apps for Squarespace customers. Squarespace blog, which lets you draft posts, schedule, and review posts. And you can monitor and manage comments on your blog. Squarespace blog, it's fully integrated with their layout engine. So you can easily format text and markdown. You can tap and drag images within your post. Everything that you want to do, you do it right there on iOS. They also have another one called Squarespace metrics. I love this app. Let's you monitor website analytics like KPIs. You know what that is? Google it. Page views, unique visitors, projections, everything right there. And they also have pushed out iOS seven updates for note and portfolio. These guys are like mad app developers. They're now. crazy. They've got audio collections for musicians. They've got 3D visualizers for shipping. It's amazing. It starts at eight bucks a month if you use the code me One. Special URL, squarespace.com slash five by five, or just go to squarespace.com. Use the code dan sent me one. I'm using them for all my stuff. We all the bacon method stuff, everything. Love it. So thank you very much, dSquarespace.com for supporting five by five and quit. Boom. Let's take a call. We got people on hold. And you know, I was gonna take that that one the person who dropped off, that was gonna be my first call too.
1: Yeah? Did their number go? No, come back? now
0: they're at the bottom of the queue.
1: They gotta start all over.
0: That's what you get for hanging up. Oh, well, he's not gonna get to my call. Yeah, I was. You were gonna be first. Now you're last. Now I'm now I might not get to you. <laughs> How do you like that? I was gonna. You were gonna be first. Now How do you maybe. Like them now, not only are you last. Now maybe I'm not gonna take your call. And you were worried I'm about me being silly. Spend the rest time in Virginia. I'm not being silly. I know she's I'm angry. Now they're gone again. When <gasps> oh. that, you know what? Don't oh, call. Don't call back. My. Don't call back. Shame on you. God. Hi, Dan. Hi, how are you?
1: Good, it's uh,
0: Richard A. How are you
1: doing? Richard A. There he is.
0: Good old good old Richard A. You're coming back full circle, circle oh. of life.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, I just wanted to give you an update on, on my situation. So please it's, do. It's been a, little, been
0: a little while. Yeah, please tell me. You said <laughs> okay. you were going to be sending us something, and you wanted to know our uh, shipping address, so I gave it to you privately.
2: Yes, and it's on the way.
0: Exciting. Is this something I so should I, them. should I use gloves or is this something we can touch with our hands?
2: <laughs> it's something we can touch with your hands. I don't want to spoil it, but it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a little gift, um, relevant to your uh, musical interests.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so okay. much. Is it an, is it yeah, an iTunes gift we- card?
2: <laughs> no, Okay. no. And it is bigger than a bread box. Um, oh. yeah. So the, um, yeah, well, let me give you the
0: uh, the good news first. Well, 1st uh, we'll go back in time for for, for, for people who don't know, for people who haven't listened to you the, and on And people the other like, shows, who's Richard A? Who's Richard A? And, and what did it, what happened to him? Keep it brief, though.
2: <laughs> well, um, if you really want to start with the saga, you go back to episode seven of Back to Work. <laughs> back when back when he was Merlin Man.
0: Those are the good days. And, um, That's the golden age of that this show. Memories. Um, no, <laughs> a, little, uh, did you just, a little single tear no. came down as cheeks he was reminiscing about the looked out into show. the sky.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm looking right out the window of the apartment here. Um, yeah. Um, to uh, jump ahead a little, uh, the uh, I was working for this uh, startup company mm-hmm. in New York, mm-hmm. and um, they decided to do a pivot. I wasn't terribly happy with it, and I did something very stupid, which was complain publicly
0: on Twitter. I remember this.
2: And so, yeah, and so they said, hey, uh, please leave. And there was drama. Um, so, you know, Q, I, Q frantic searching for a job, Q letting you in, you know, giving you the update, and, uh, you know. I'm-
0: That's sad. And we man. never heard from we him again. We never heard again. from him again. Good. Call back, Richard. I'll take him first if he calls back. People he, said, want to know. he
1: said he'll call back.
0: All right. Call back. In the meantime, who's this? Hello.
3: Hi, this is John.
0: Hey, John. Hello. What's up? How are you?
3: Hey, good. Good. I'm, I'm really glad I didn't hang up. You know, you sound a little bit angry. There, I was so.
0: getting very angry. <laughs> so where?
3: where
0: are you calling from, John?
3: I'm calling from north of Boston.
0: Ah. Back Bay?
3: Uh no, much further north than that. Actually, uh Newburyport, so kind of okay. near the New Hampshire border.
0: Okay. I I drove up through there and uh and and my understanding is that people who live in New Hampshire uh do so because it's more affordable. The taxes are better or something. You don't have to pay as much taxes if you live in New Hampshire.
3: That's true, although I think you do have to pay more for uh the houses themselves, oh. I think. Um, so there's, there's kind of, and also you're living in New Hampshire, which is a little bit scary. I don't know know if you met many people from New Hampshire, but I think it'd be a little bit intimidating.
0: Yeah. They're a little scary.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So I, um, I just wanted to call in. I, uh, I listened to your show when it first started last year and, uh, it was, it was kind of the incentive for me to, uh, quit my job. Uh, back in December of 2012. And it's been a really interesting past year. And I thought uh, maybe it could help serve as a uh, incentive to some people who are, you know, kind of at that point where they're trying to make that decision between, you know, jumping ship and getting onto something else. And, yeah, tell, uh, tell
0: us your story. What were you doing at uh, at the place you left and why did you leave?
3: Yeah, so I had been there for about six years. Um, went there right after... Uh, grad school, and it really seemed in a lot of ways like the perfect gig. It was a a small company; it was mm-hmm. maybe fifteen people. Uh, I was most of my job was web development, and uh, you know, which was really what I enjoyed doing. And you know, I I was my own boss in a way. Uh, the, my direct report was pretty much the president of the company, so hmm. I had a lot of leeway in terms of you know what I wanted to do every day and. Didn't have anyone breathing down my neck. And, you know, I saw myself at that company for decades, mm. pretty much. Um, and so it really seemed to have a lot of potential. And I started running into problems as the years went by with working for a company where the average age was, was maybe high 50s. Um, several of the people had been there for literally, you know, 30 years, something like that. And me just having, you know, finished grad school, already running into issues of, you know, not wanting to change things and not wanting to experiment with new technology, that type of thing, started to become a drag. Uh, And I also ended up having to move down into the basement of the office. Really? Uh, So, yeah, like pretty much, you know, office space, boiler room type situation. Jeez. Um, because, uh, yeah, I, I kind of brought it on myself, but the the up, upstairs was really nice. It was like an old library they converted, and it was a really nice place. But
0: it... So they made, made, they made, made you move down... And, in, yeah. Hang on. They made you move into the basement.
3: <laughs> they didn't make me, but I, I went up to my boss and I said, here's the problem. I can't work. Like, I really want to work. I really want to, you know, focus and work on the website. But all people do pretty much up here is talk and, you know, complain and that type of thing. And so I was wondering, maybe you could, you know, speak to them and just ask if they could, you know, keep it down a little bit or something like that. And then I said, or, you know, I could, you know, move into the basement.
0: And he was so you like, suggested this.
3: Okay, why don't you move into the basement? <laughs> well, I was at that point where it was just desperation. I couldn't, I couldn't handle this on a day-to-day basis anymore, and I, I didn't really expect for him to agree with this concept of you know moving down next to the boiler room. Um, but yeah, that that ended up happening, and and that was kind of the beginning of the end. Even though I had, I was in the basement for about two years. Um, and, I mean, they were kind of nice. They let me go to Ikea, and, I, you know, I bought some posters and fake plants and, and tried to make it a bit better. Um, but, yeah, that was – that was. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody, kind of, you know, sequestering yourself in a basement isn't really great for morale. Um, and, yeah, I just, you know, I, I ended up kind of – feeling separate from the rest of the company and and just kind of butting heads with with people on a whole lot of different subjects. And I still, you know, I still picture myself being there because I was like, oh, you know, I'm still like my own boss. I'm not working for some huge corporation in a a tiny cubicle, although I'm in a basement, so I don't know if it's much better. Um, And then I, you know, your, your show came on the air, I think it was November and I was listening to it and I I kind of for the first time started thinking, you know, I wonder if there's something else out there for me. I wonder if there is something better. And I hadn't really considered even looking for, you know, five years. Um, And then the next thing that happened was on Twitter, um, Will Whedon posted this random quote, um, which I actually brought up, and it says, Respect yourself enough to walk away from anyone or anything that no longer serves you, grows you, or makes you happy. Mm. And it's, it's a little bit like, you know, chicken soup for the soul <laughs> type of thing. But uh, it really hit me at that point in time because I realized, wow, you know, this isn't growing me and this isn't really making me happy anymore. Um and then the last thing that happened was uh, Boston Globe had like a lead story about the huge demand for people in my industry in web development, and kind of throughout the like the, the really uh, low unemployment rate and, and the average salary. And I, I had a very harsh realization that I was being paid about half of what the average salary was oh, in, the, in the Boston area. Yeah. So that was that was pretty painful. Um, and then I found out that I had kind of been misled about the salary structure in my company. Um, so I, I called the recruiter, um, on Thursday and I had four interviews on Friday and I had a new job on Monday. So
0: wow. wow. It was, uh, Seriously. That's crazy. Yeah. Is that just because you're so good or quite, what? No,
3: I don't. I, I wouldn't say it's that. I, I happened to um, get experience in a, a content management system um, called Sitecore, which which happened to be in fair demand of, in a lot of these companies that the recruiter was working with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was part of it, um, and it was really lucky timing. This the company that I'm at now, their lead developer um, had just kind of given his notice, and they were really in search for somebody. Um, so. I think it was just really the luck of the draw that you know the timing and and my um, happening to know this this technology that they they really wanted, um, so it was yeah, but it was it was pretty amazing to you know picture, having been there six years and thinking I was going to be there for decades, and then over the course of literally one week, you know, giving my notice and and getting a new job. It's Pretty amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, it was amazing, and and this past year has just been like. I'm astounding. Like it's my uh, satisfaction with my work and my career it has never been better, and uh, it's just really, it's just interesting because, I, like I said, you know, listening to your show last year, starting this thought process, um, I never would have really considered looking at the other opportunities because, you know, you have a job and it's decent paying and your commute's okay. And, you know, you get along with your coworkers. And, and I think you just, after a few years, maybe you just kind of get used to that and, and don't really think maybe there's something better out there for me, but there certainly was. So, so you definitely, I'm definitely. thankful that you, uh, this.
0: well, I don't. I mean, it, it was all you, but I think, you know, I think it's, it's always fascinating because I hear on this show and how do I, I mean, maybe you get a different impression, but it's overwhelming how m- much more often we hear a happy story oh, when somebody yeah. made a change as opposed to… Very
1: much so. Somebody calls know, in
0: and goes, oh, I should have never quit my job. How many times have we heard that in the last year? Maybe once. Maybe once. Whereas almost every show we get somebody who's emailed or called and said, like, like you, uh, I made this change and it's been great. I made this change and it's, it's better. I'm happier. And we've definitely heard people who say, you know, I make less money now than I used to, or I have a longer commute or something like that, but they're happier, you know? Uh So I, th- I, I think it's a great story. I think it's encouraging to people who are frustrated and who are unhappy and, and who like you, it sounds like put the effort and the time in to try to improve things, to try and make things better. And, for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. You get moved into the basement and, you know, and and you're like, I guess I got to go. I I, I don't, I don't know how realistic it is for people to think that they're going to have the kind of luck that you had, where in like a day you've got a brand new gig and you're happy, but it does happen, right? It happened for you. So it's something that you can at least hope for. And there's always going to be that situation where you leave your job and you're like, great it's going to be like I did back in that uh, one company where I quit instead of letting him fire me. Um, You know, it took me months before I even started to where I came to the realization that I'm not going to find a job that I could even do or would even want to do and wound up starting my own business out of it. And yes, in the long run I was happy, but there were a few dark months there. You know Uh, when you quit, let me ask you this. When you did quit, did you, did, did you have money saved? What was your plan? I mean, were you thinking that you were going to get something so fast cause you're so awesome or were you like, I'm prepared to spend a month or two months or three months? How did you plan it out?
3: Yeah. I mean, I, I had some money like, you know, emergency savings type of deal, but I'm not the type of person who could have quit and not had, you know, my next deal signed up. So I, I had like I had signed the papers at this new company, um, before I, I gave my notice to my boss. Um, and, and I didn't feel like I was in that bad of a situation where I needed to get out of there. You know, um, I felt like I could still kind of go along there while, you know, taking a day off to do an interview if I needed to. Um, but like, you know, like I said, it just happened that it just happened in one day. And so I, I didn't really, I didn't really have to, uh, worry about that, that situation.
0: I mean, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, you, you were definitely lucky. Well, I, you know, I think this has been a really encouraging call and hope people who are wondering if they can quit and and what will happen. You know, it's nice to hear a story from someone who had good luck. And if you didn't have, you know, uh, so thanks for the call, John. If, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you didn't have good luck, I want to hear those stories too. I want to hear from people who are like, I quit and it was the worst decision I ever made Yeah, because that's important too. I think people need to hear that story. It's not always happiness. It just makes
1: maybe. me happy that you you knew what to do. you called the recruiter, yeah. you got that done he did new do job by Monday yeah. what not a daunting task, yeah, I like he just to hear went that. through the motions yeah.
0: of this is what I need some to do, people freak
1: did. out
0: it's not you know it can be it very doesn't emotional, have to, yeah. but it doesn't have to be right
1: John has proved that John, <sighs> be calm like John
0: is this Richard? yeah, sorry, I'm uh, sorry <laughs> i
2: I seem to have bad luck with calling from here that's anyway. all
0: right we, I just I want to hear your story so continue with uh, from where you were please. Okay.
2: yeah I when we left off i had gotten fired um, and yeah I was looking to leave anyway so this just sort of like they scooted me out the door and I was kind of glad about it um, yeah I'm starting the new gig on Monday and yeah the, the only the biggest problem with with getting fired even though I wanted to I had some money saved up was that they were fighting my unemployment and they'd tried to screw me out of part of my final paycheck. I actually had to file a complaint with the New York Department of Labor to get my full uh, paycheck.
0: That's that's so. illegal though, right?
2: Yeah, that's why I filed a complaint. I mean, I, I mean like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I got paid
0: months. I don't know the laws in New sure. York City, so I've, you know, it's it, what, it seems like Like New York would be the kind of place where that, that would be pretty clear, like you couldn't do that, because they've got a lot of uh, laws in that regard, but I had the same situation happen in maybe my second, first or sec- second job out of school, maybe. Really? Uh, yeah, the third. I can't happened? remember. Well, I'll tell Richard and then he can, he can finish with, with his story. But, uh, I worked at a place and, uh, oh, these guys are the worst. And I remember, uh, like the say. So, oh, that yeah. guy, remember that guy? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I worked there and.
1: I feel like there would be a lot of whiteboards there.
0: There were. Yeah. There were. I knew it. And, uh, and a lot of fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. And basically the, the, the boss was so cheap that he didn't get a real office. He got a, we were working out of a, uh, like you know how you would go and it and like it, a strip it, mall? it's not a garage exactly, but like let's say that let's say that you and I like we decided to open up a furniture refinishing place, uh-huh. so we'd go and we'd rent like a warehouse essentially, and there'd be oh, like a yeah. whole farm of warehouses, and like we where have the, the truck
1: bays would back up yeah, into it, yeah, and yeah. we'd be
0: like refinishing our furniture in there. Yeah, well, this was like a
1: so the ceilings were super tall. Yeah, yeah, this was almost <laughs> like
0: a white collar warehouse. It was like t- one or two really big rooms. There were no walls except to inha- enclose the main big room. And there were just desks in there and no windows oh and gosh. fluorescent lights. Oh. And that's where I learned <laughs> most of what I know about Unix from the guys that I was uh, working with in there and how to like, you know, do ba- bash prompt coding. Uh, but. So it, it was terrible, but that's a different story for a different day. But the fact is, it was, so when I was, we were consultants and he did make us sign an employment agreement that was at all these things. So I, you know, I had found a better job. It was a miserable place to work. I'd found a better job and I put in my notice and, uh, on my, you know, my last day, they are basically like, uh you deleted all the work that uh, you did. So we're not going to pay you like the whole project. They were claiming that I had deleted everything and it was a Fox pro. It was a Fox pro database front end and back end that i had built. Okay. If that means anything to anybody, then I, I, I pity you because that was a dark time for databases and front end development. So I built this really great Fox pro database and front end uh, for any, some kind of inventory parts management system. And they claim that I deleted and deleted all the code and deleted all the data. Well, for whatever dumb reason, the, the, my last day I made a backup of everything and I put it up on my little, uh, my little server that I had on the, the internet so that it was there. And I was not intending to do anything like sharing the code or anything like that. But you know, I, I thought, well, in case I ever have to do another Fox pro database thing, like I'll have this code to review. I won't be able to use it, but it'll remind me of, what it was, it was yeah. like, and and I thought, your notes
1: and, basically, and I was very
0: paranoid about backups anyway. So I had been backing up all of the work that I was doing to a secure server that I had, and so uh so they call me and they're like, well, we're not going to pay you because you deleted all the work that you did, and you know, whatever. And I call Elliot. Elliot was one of the guys that fixed laptops, and I'm like, dude, like, what's going on? And he's like, you know, I don't want to say my old boss's name because you know he will call him Bill. No, because I worked with a bill and he was really cool. Oh and he worked there too. Um Francisco call him Harold. Okay. And uh and, and Harold he's like, Harold is so pissed and he, he was Harold's cousin. He's oh. like, Harold <laughs> is so pissed that you didn't give him a longer notice. You're supposed to give him a longer notice in your contract. I'm like, Florida's a right to work state. I gave him a two week notice. I'm miserable and I just want to be done with it, you know? He's like, Oh, he's totally he's totally pissed right now and I'm like, listen. Here, go to this, this FTP server, and, and here's the code and everything. It's zipped up right here. And just tell him I left a disk on your desk or something. And he did me this big favor. We would have called it a solid back then. Solid. And that removed this problem. Mm-hmm. But they, Harold still would not pay me. Still not pay me. So I, uh, I probably could have gone to some bureau like uh, Richard A. did, but I didn't know that, so I went to a lawyer. And I'm like, they're not paying me my last paycheck. And it was like Richard A's thing, which is like a whole month worth of pay, you know? I'm like, he's not paying me for the work that I did. And the lawyer sent a letter to them. And then lo and behold, oh, well, we found the code. So, oh, oh we
1: found it. It was we found our, it. our bad. <laughs> so,
0: uh, we're going to go ahead and pay you now. So, Richard A, what's next for you? You're, at, you're starting a new job. Yep,
2: starting on Monday, I'll be a web producer with a publishing company, Books uh, Trade public, Medical Trade Publications, which is really cool. Um, yeah, it's similar to what I did my old job with a lot without the social media component, which is nice.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, so, and that, so,
2: it's a pay raise, and I'll have benefits too.
0: So see, sometimes getting fired isn't all that bad. Airing your grievances. Now, do, will you air your grievances on Twitter again? Do you think? no good answer
2: i learned that lesson and
0: uh i i, I own up to that one yeah so yeah <laughs> i remember when you admitted yeah. that on the show that was a great
1: i sent you a good comic related to that didn't yeah, i <laughs>
0: Yeah. well listen I, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that you uh that that you have a happy story to tell and i hope that you will keep in touch with us and uh i'm going to still talk to you about that thing oh. and uh and take care of yourself And thanks for calling back sorry you had trouble getting in the first time
2: yeah, no, uh, not a problem. And Can't wait for the, your gift. Uh, I can't kind of wait. Person. Let me know when it shows up. I can't you'll wait. You'll know
0: when you see it. Oh, I can't wait. Thank you so much.
2: You'll have to. Thanks
0: again, Dad. All right, bye. I know, you'll know when you see it. That sounds a little scary, though.
1: Yeah, that, sounds, loom- that sounds looming and worrisome. So
0: what are they doing there? They're just talking around the water cooler out there?
1: I think Sky's office is the water cooler. I wonder if they're going to notice that we're talking about I don't them. think
0: they're listening live right now.
1: I think Zach is.
0: Well, he's standing there. He doesn't look like he's listening to anything.
1: <laughs> I think she might have it running on her computer.
0: Well, they're not listening. You should
1: scream ever. her name and then it'll come out of her, no, her uh,
0: laptop. Why isn't he editing shows? Edit some shows. All right. <laughs> two quick calls to do and then we're going to be out of here.
1: Virginia had to hang up, sorry.
0: All right, I forgive her. She's special. Hello. Hey, who's this?
4: It's Art. Art Strong from Virginia.
0: Hey. But well, You've called before.
4: Yeah, I called last week. Yeah, okay, uh, you yeah. Said, uh, you said, uh, call back at the end because we didn't really get to finish the thing. And
1: yeah.
5: So I
4: said, okay, well... Yeah, so what's I'm not going on? What, sure you uh, might call back like a year from now or call back right away. <laughs> well do you right have away. it what's what <laughs> I mean,
0: what's going on with you? I mean what's what what's the story? It's been a week. What happened for you over the last week?
4: Well, I haven't changed my mind, but I have thought a lot about what you said, and, and I think they're really, really good points to consider for somebody to um Who's you know maybe considering quitting their job and completely changing field, kind of like I am, and and they might make some good discussion points. So you know, if you want to talk about it, that's that's great. If you want to move on to the next caller, you know, that's, that's totally cool too. If you know you're thinking, well, I don't want to do the same topic twice or something.
0: Well, just give us here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to do it uh, like a speed round. Like give us <laughs> give us a thirty second uh, update of what what was the problem and and what you're feeling like today and what I told you that was so amazing.
4: Well, well, you told me, okay, well, let's think about this. You're going to be, you're 33 years old, you're going to be fighting all these, like, 22 year olds, and you're going to be tired, and you're not going to have have as much energy as they have, and why can't you just do the thing that you're doing now, and whatever, and I thought about that, and I said, you know what? I'm tired now. Like, I'm working a full-time job, and I'm working, I'm doing a half-time thing for film now. I'm working 12 hours a day now, so why not go work 12 hours a day on something that I really want to do? So I, 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 I'm like okay yeah good point but I don't think that applies here because either way I'm going to be tired so why not just be tired for the thing that I really want to do?
0: Right? But it's it's such a huge um, it's such a huge risk you're taking a huge risk.
4: It is it is absolutely absolutely and and that I don't have a really good counterpoint for right it's like okay well how do you know you're going to succeed well I don't <laughs> I don't have anything better for you than that I'm just going to try my best and if it works it works and and you know I'm i i if I don't try it, I'm going to regret it. That's all I know right now. Um, you know, and, that's uh, you know, I like that. Was, if you
0: don't try it, you're going to regret it, and there is something to be said for that. There is something to be said <laughs> for that feeling of like, you know, what if I don't do this? If I don't take this opportunity, I will regret it because you know what, Hattie, you regret the things that you don't do, oh, not yeah. the things that you do. Remember when we talked about that? I know. So what's going on with you? What's next for yeah. you? What's happening to you?
4: Well, uh, uh, last last kind of point is is which I think is also also really really something that made me think about it too. It's okay. Well, there's so much more competition out there, right? right. Like everybody's kind of doing the same kind of doing the same thing. And my thinking is yes, that's exactly why I need to be out there. How how else do I do I get on the fast growth curve than if I were to be competing with the best of the best? Why compete in a small pond? <laughs> you know, I, I
0: You know, I, I mean that's that's a bold would. thing to say. I mean, you know, you, you wanna you wanna really compete. You compete on the biggest stage that there is. Right? Yeah. You don't wanna be in yeah. the minor leagues. That's
4: Yeah, and and, and if you and, and if people wanted to be in the minor leagues and they wanted to do if they wanted to do, you know, self funded fifty thousand dollar films, there's nothing wrong with it. I've worked on those sets and they're a lot of fun and there's a lot of camaraderie in those, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I just, I want to try for something bigger, you know, and that's just, that's just me. Um, but yeah, I, that's, I, I, that's, that's all I really wanted to do is just call and offer some counterpoints to, to what I think is something that you, that, like I said, it's something that people should consider, like with the, the level of competition, your age, your, your, the risk that you're taking, what you, what you said last time, I think are it's good. To, are good things for people to think about. Good things for me to have thought about. So you thought
0: about um, them, them, and you're, you're still just as decided as ever that this is what I you want am, to do.
4: I, I literally, I literally was packing up files <laughs> to carry with me right before <laughs> the the you are now on the air note.
0: Right. So you're doing it well. Good luck to you. Luck. I want. I want. Here's what I want. Call back in like a month and tell us. What's going on? And once you're out there in LA, because that's where you're going, right? LA? Hollywood? Yeah. Okay. Call us and tell us how it is. Tell us if you're, you know, if you're uh, living large or if you're eating beans out of a can, which Hattie can tell you how to open with your hands. Yeah. yeah. You may need that.
1: <laughs> I'll save you 99 cents on can opener. How
0: do they do it, though? Tell us. You, you take
1: it from both ends. Oh, gosh. And then you kind of. Press down on the top with your thumbs, and then you bend it, and then you do the same on the other side, and then you just rip it open.
0: <laughs> we you. got a good one for the frequency now. Harry.
1: Oh gosh!
0: So listen, this is what That's you got to know. You may need this. Things. You may need this when you go, when you go out there yeah. to Hollywood. It's a I, tough I, town.
4: I suspect I will be eating canned beans for a while. <laughs> I, 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 I have no delusions about being you know making. Yeah like first month and all of a sudden I'm living large. Like I, I suspect I'm going to be, I'm going to be living it rough for a little while, Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going anyway.
0: Well, good luck to you. And I hope that I'm glad you thought about it. You thought about it. You made your decision and uh, you know, that's, that's the main thing that counts. So good luck to you.
4: Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Take care of yourself. You too. Bye. Hattie. Bye. 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 Like how he just says goodbye to you.
1: <laughs> Doesn't care about
0: you. You know, the thing about him, he's in, you know, I have two categories of people, Annie. I'm sorry if you're, if I'm taking you away from your, your texting. <laughs> you're not. I remember when you used to leave your phone in your office. Then and you now said, it came no, into because the then studio with you. Any,
1: anytime that my phone is not right next to me, I get told, that That's when I'm stuck me. in the right. studio and exactly. I'm parched
0: or something. I know. Well, you've been having an ongoing conversation for the last eight yes, minutes. Yes, my
1: lovely mother. She's asking me about what glasses I might get
0: oh, during the show.
1: Yes, during the show because okay. you were taking a caller and you were talking with him. Okay. Well,
0: and next I... week, next week you don't need to be on the show at all.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Sky can come in, take our final call. <sighs> no, that way you'll have all the time you need for for personal texting during work. Who's this?
5: <laughs> ah. Hi, Dan. It's Virginia. Uh, oh,
0: I thought I thought you hung up. You call back.
5: Well, no, I was. Uh, I'm gonna have to hang up pretty soon. I have a client at two thirty, so we just have to keep it quick, which oh, I we'll think keep will make qu- you happy and not angry.
0: No problem. Yeah. So, what's going on with you, Virginia? For those who don't know, Virginia, uh, she was working at a large company in Seattle. And, uh, and she was, uh, she was debating about leaving her job. Is this correct so far? And then they did it for her by releasing her from her contract along with a bunch of other people. I don't think it was personal. And, uh, and then she went on to start her own company, which she has been doing and is, is now, uh, successful. She's been diversifying what she's doing and, uh, and it's all been great, huh?
5: I wouldn't say it's all been great. Um, Some of those details are a little off. I've been doing this for like almost a decade, but it's only been full time since I convinced my my big tech job to end my contract gracefully. And finally, I can tell you after like a year of doing this, I'm at the volume where I need to be. So I think that probably means I get to keep doing it, but we're going to kind of have that, um, Reckoning in March, we had given it till my birthday this year to sort of check in and make sure we were okay financially. Things are a lot better than Good. they were for a while, and I and I like it. I'm happy. Like I have the flexibility. Oh Dan, I had to go to Florida. It was awful, but I had the <laughs> flexibility to go help my mom out with a medical thing in Florida. A real job would never let me just like take off for two weeks to go be a good daughter. You know, I was sick for a while. Like mm-hmm. I had to basically just take a month off. I had the flexibility to do that and like work from bed. You know, I had some clients who were super understanding of like pajama skyping, you know, right, and, right. Like, it was just a very flexible thing. I, I wouldn't say I've done as good of a job as diversifying, but your episode last week where you announced your book was inspiring. Cause I'm really buckling down on, on getting book stuff done before I have to kind of, call this uh year long experiment and quit and see how it's, you know, see how it's going. So yeah, I think everything's going well.
0: What do you feel like over the last, you know, year or whatever that, uh, cause you were one of the first people to call into the show. What do you feel has been the most, uh, the most challenging, not, you know, I know that you've had some of these other things, but, but in, in making the transition from being full time, uh, as an employee of someone to running your own business, what do you feel has been like the most challenging thing that you've had to, to deal with in that time?
5: I think I had this idea that if I was pursuing this thing that I was excited about and was mine and that I wanted to do, I would suddenly be better behaved about it. I would suddenly have better discipline. I would suddenly, you know, have better time management. I would, get up and shower and put on good clothes every day instead of sort of staying in your robe some days. And like, I also think that, um, I, I'm right in between introvert and extrovert on all those tests, but I think I thought it would be no big deal working at home mm-hmm. solo all the time because I easily get overwhelmed by, you know, having a lot of social obligation and contact, but yeah, when the pendulum swings the other way, you know, it was a combination of like being sick for a long time. So I wasn't even like regularly seeing clients or like business partners or whatever. Like I need to follow advice about back to worky discipline time management type stuff way more than I ever did when I had a regular job. And that's like my biggest challenge is sort of getting better at managing time and staying focused, but also like, I need to schedule social time regularly. I need to be proactive about that, and I need to, like, you know, put on nice clothes at the beginning of the day. That was something I was super lax about when I knew I didn't have appointments on a given day, and I totally retracted. You guys were right. You have to dress up at least a little bit in the morning. That's super important psychologically, and there's more impromptu opportunities for people seeing you face-to-face, like if someone drops by or schedule something last minute, or you need to video chat Like video chats so much more common than it used to be that you can't assume that a day at home alone is an ugly day, you know?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I remember, um, people that folks, fun size folks that we used to, um, they used to be here in our office. They've graduated into their own office space now. And, uh, but I remember they used to have people who were working, uh, not always physically in the office, but they might be here in town. They might be elsewhere. And they were using Google Hangouts and, and chats and all the time to have that. And they might start up a chat like that in the morning and just have that going while they were all working. And they might say, oh, John, you know, have you done this thing? And they'd be like, oh yeah, I did. it was almost like the person was there in the room. Uh, and they would just have these Google Hangouts going so that if they wanted to talk or chat or communicate that way, uh, that they could. It wasn't so much to police the other people that, that were working for them as much as it was just to, You know, have that kind of instant communication with them if they wanted it. If they're all collaborating, working on the same thing, and uh, and you know, so what you're saying, I think, is that you know, if you have a client or customer or your employer who wants to talk or listen to you, like we used to have um, when I was doing the you know remote working thing for another company, most of the employees were remote. We didn't have anything like Google Hangouts back in I think this was like eight nine years ago. We didn't have that, but so we used to do. you know, a conference call at once every few days, once a week, where we would all call in and we'd all talk about the different things that we're doing and what we're working on, that kind of thing. And, uh, and Google Hangouts would have been so perfect for that, where you can just go and uh, you can see the other people, you can talk to them, you can see the facial expressions, you can see all of this stuff. And it makes you feel more like you're, you're part of a team. And if you're doing one-on-one stuff like you're doing, it's still so important uh, that you have to be ready for that, you know?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there is a mental thing too. I'd totally love to talk more about some of the topics you brought up, but I got to go make money now. So, go make you know, some money. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: go make some money. And Thanks for the call. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Maybe we'll have you as like, sort of like a guest on.
5: Yeah, I'm going to fly out to Austin eventually. I, I keep threatening that, but it'll happen sometime this year. I just got to, got to line everything up right. Yeah, we'll come care. out thanks Virginia. I'm going to talk to you guys. Awesome. Yeah, how do you hang out
1: with me? Yeah.
0: All right. Good luck to you. Can't wait to see you. Thanks.
1: Likewise. Right. Bye. Bye.
0: Somebody else called in there on hold, but we got to wrap this.
1: I know who it is. Who? There's someone in the chat room named Kirsten.
0: Oh, she, she said, said she, she was... would call in. We got to take her. You know that. I know. This show's going way long. We gotta help people. David. I mean, I wish I knew how long it actually was, but the counter, <laughs> but
1: the counter stuff in in
0: Logic Pro 10 after the latest update just stopped. Well, stops.
1: how about this? I can look at I can look at when we tweeted it out.
0: Oh yeah, it's oh, called and you know
1: secret what? spy methods because
0: yeah, I started streaming way ahead, but it's been at least we've been live on the air for an hour and forty three minutes, but the show has not been
1: that long. Right, full I think because remember we
0: uh, tweeted ahead of time.
1: Yeah, probably it just like stopped, twenty and you minutes. You know what? The
0: counter always stops at the same exact point. It's it is first of all the we should look
1: up that number and see if it's specific like like something from Lost or something.
0: Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) Uh, but uh, that's why we get no work done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Think about it.
0: So it stops at one. First of all, it always starts at one hour. It doesn't start at all. Counters at zero. It starts at one. O four seventeen seventeen point six five. So o one o four seventeen seventeen six five. That's the number. If that means anything to you.
1: You gonna take the call real just quick took one?
0: I just took the call. Hey, hey, who's this?
6: Hey, it is me. Hi, it's Kirsten.
0: Okay, so what do you call? Were you the person that was on Twitter that the friend was saying you need to call in to quit, and you're like, okay, I guess I'm calling in to quit. Was that you?
6: Yeah, yeah, it was, it was my partner. I made you. I made you ring the bell for me.
0: Oh, okay. So what's what's going on? How are you? I don't yeah. have, where's the bell? I don't have the bell. The I can do the I can do the virtual bell. Hold on, let me get the virtual bell ready. I wasn't ready. What? Because you quit your job? Is that what happened?
6: Oh yeah, I quit my job. Well, I went part time first of all. Um, after a longer time of being off sick. Nice. And then I quit my job after sort of trying what I started part time, um, and that's last June.
0: Wow. So what? What were you? So you had had a full time job, and then you started doing something part time, and then you you made that into your full time thing. Yeah, that's a
6: very that's the very short version of it. Yeah.
0: Well, Um, I want the longer version of it, but I just I want to make a quick comment and say this is exactly the way that I want people to do it. If you're doing something on the side, it's a fun project, it's a neat little thing, and you want to uh, you want to to see if it's the kind of thing that you could do full-time. Make time for it. If you love it and you think you want to do it, make time for it while you're still doing that big thing you're doing. And if it works out and you love it and you think, you know what, I could do this for a living, I've gotten paid doing it, now I'm going to switch over to doing it. So now tell me your your long story. Tell me all about it.
6: Right, okay. I mean, it's your podcast that runs on for three hours, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me um, give me the condensed version please. then. Right, The conde- the very condensed version is I had a job that I used to love. My job slowly started changing and a lot more work was sort of being thrust my way. I am naturally the kind of person who seems to blame herself for not being able to cope with 18 times the workload you originally had. Um, And then I fell into a period of stress and subsequent depression, which led me to being off sick, which led me to um, doing a lot of kind of just doing a lot of reading books about self-employment and wondering what I'm supposed to do and whether that's even a thing I could do. Um, and then when I came back to work, I just asked them to make me part-time just to try this out. Mm -hmm. And I sort of stuck with it. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the, that's the long story, which the, the moral to that you can, you can read 17 different morals into that.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Um, so you've done it, you've made this transition, yeah. so are you still part-time at the company and part-time doing your own thing, or have you transitioned completely over to your own thing?
6: No, I went, I went completely full-time because I wanted to give it my all, um, which kind of, the, the question I have really is sort of about, or the question, the comment, um, the thing I'd like to talk about would be um, reinvention or yeah. the sort of idea that when you go full-time, because when I went full-time, I went full-time as a as a language tutor and I enjoy one-to-one language tuition, but you know what? I enjoy it part-time, mm-hmm. but if it's the only thing I do, and the last time I was talking about, I'm, I'm very, very extrovert and I am just on my own too much. Right. Um, reinvention, that's a good podcast title there. You yeah, know? I was thinking um, that
0: when you said that
6: mm um anyway the the thing the thing that I'm coming to now is sort of with the okay, can I do this part time and if I can do this part time what else do I enjoy and I've just been doing all sorts of stuff' I've been writing a blog um I've just put my first online course live mm-hmm. um so it's a little French course to see if to see if that can if I'm enjoying that and if there is a good response to that. Um, so I'm trying out lots and lots of different things while at the same time still doing the thing that I went full time with as a part-time job to try and keep the income coming in. Right. Um, and there's a big level of, you know, on the one hand, there's this sort of possibility everywhere. And it's quite, you can think of it as quite a joyful thing, but you know, most of the time I'm just terrified. It's quite interesting to sort of, look back and a lot of people say, Oh, when you start your business or when you go into self-employment or when you start freelancing, you're never going to end up doing the kind of thing that you thought you started, you were going to do. And to experience that in between period by mm-hmm. oneself, mm-hmm. is is quite a thing. I can't so imagine I I was, to be honest, I, I wanted to ask, you know,
0: not having that support structure. Because? Cause that's something we talk about all the time. Like it, it's gotta be tough. It's gotta be a challenge, uh, to, uh, to to get through, you know yeah, that what, what on did your you own. Do
5: before five x five,
0: uh, I mean, I, I've done every kind of stupid thing in the world. Um, but it was <laughs> no, really. Uh, but it was, you know, it. it I want to hear about this. I want to hear about you. I want to hear about what you went through on your own and 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 how you did that. Did you have a support structure in place or what?
6: Oh, you mean you mean when I first started
0: out? Yeah, when you were yeah through all that.
6: Oh my God, I was I was just... I'm, I'm still only just coming out of it. So it's not a case... It's not even a thing that you went through and have gone through and it's over. You still kind of feel the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think I was completely... I was completely believing that that job that I had, that was, that was the job. And I was really into it. And to sort of lose your... To sort of lose, bit of your identity and kind of have it taken away from you because the the management structure at my work was very unsupportive, yeah. which kind of led to led to allowing me to go on being ill and still trying to work one hundred and ten percent a lot. I mm. said okay, one hundred and ten percent a lot harder and a lot longer than I should have. So basically, they, there was no point of recognizing that Kirsten's coming to work and she's really not well. And i find I find when I've talked to people about what happened, which I don't normally do, and now I'm doing publicly, so this is quite hard in a way. A lot of people kind of connect to it though, and a lot of people say they've gone through similar things, so I guess people need to talk about it
0: more no, they do, and I think you know that's one of the things that i'm trying to do here when people call in is is i think it's so beneficial not so much for people to just hear my thoughts on it but to hear people who have gone through it you know to hear people who have like i'm not been,
1: the only one i'm not yeah. the only
0: one who's struggling with this and uh, or i'm not the only person who's faced a situation like this or i'm you know i'm not sure what to do but i just heard three people talk about something similar and it it's helped me in one way or another. And it's funny because, you know, I, I'm not saying like this show is a support group for people or anything, but there are support groups for everything. There's support groups for, you know, people who, who have a disease or people who know someone who have a disease or, you know, all, and, and every single permutation of that. And it, there isn't a whole lot for people who are trying to make these kind of life-changing decisions. People who are like, I'm unhappy with this job and Oh, mm-hmm. well, boo hoo, you have a job. Well, no, like it's still a problem. And I still want to try and do something to, Fix it, and I still want to do something uh, to change my life and make it better, and do whatever I need to do to, you know, to to take this chance. And how do you take the risk? You know, so it's it's yeah, it's all it, it's all very challenging. It's
6: getting external perspective and talking to people and talking to people who know what they're doing, yeah, um, who are kind of in this. So for me, I found that the people I wanted to turn to were our HR department, who turned out to be the people I shouldn't turn to. Right. Whereas instead, our our union guy in in the place where I worked was fantastic and was very calm about it and would not he wasn't taking sides, he was just listening to the whole story and then telling me how to make the most of the situation I'm in. And that was so good to have somebody there who isn't because you're completely low with emotion at that point. And this is something that kind of goes through. You you tell yourself your one thing. Yeah. And this is where the reinvention thing comes in because I find it very difficult to turn away from thing A and say, oh, no, actually, you know, I said that was me. I said I was the, God knows what, I said I was the girl selling all the jewelry. But actually, I really like, you know, thing X. Um, I really like whatever, painting. Um, and, and that's what I do now. And you sort of feel like, do you, not, you know, do you feel like a fraud or do you not feel like a fraud?
0: You know, no, I mean, that's the other thing. I hear this a lot from people who are like, I feel like, you know, I left this thing that I was doing and I'm trying to do this new thing. And I, and the word fraud comes up and Merlin and I, I think talked about it at one point too on Back to Work, where, you know, I think that's a real concern for a lot of people who are trying something new because they feel like they're, you know, who am I to say that I know how to do X, Y, and Z? Who am I to say that, I know what I'm doing enough to go and start this new thing. Who am I to say that I've done when I'm really brand new to doing it? But of course, I don't want to tell my customers and clients I'm brand new. I don't know what I'm doing. So you have that sort of feeling of on the one hand, you're like, I really want to do this and I think I'm good and I think I can do it and maybe I can do it if I try really hard. And then on the other hand, you've got to go out there and tell people I'm great at this. You should hire me. And it's, it's a strange place to be in or, or you should buy this thing that I'm selling. I I remember one time I wanted to, uh, I wanted to start, this is back when like, there were no big web hosting companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was, anyone could be a hosting company. If you had a server co-located in a data center or you had a decent speed connection to your house, like ISDN was good enough to host stuff on for other people. Cause everything was so slow. People were on a 2400 baud modem. If you had ISDN, like you were an internet web hosting company and, You know, there, I had a really interesting opportunity to work with a couple people and host a whole bunch of servers and machines and do it over like ISDN or or a fractional T1 line or co locate them and run these servers. And I got to a point where I was like, I really don't want to be the person. Managing and maintaining and running all of this stuff that people are going to pay me money for, and if it goes down or has a problem, that they're going to be upset about, and I'm now going to be on call at 2 a.m. to maintain and manage and run all of this stuff that they're paying for. Like it was so daunting that I just I was like I I don't think I want to do this, you know. But it's it's that was. Gosh, I could talk about that whole story and how it relates to this a bit better, but an, another time. But I totally understand what you're saying in that you're kind of jumping into something. And then you wind up having that feeling of like, can I do this? Is it the right thing? Am I overselling it? Am I selling it enough? It's a lot of what I feel like is a lot of uncertainty there.
6: Absolutely. It's it's just this, this feeling of every day, you just have a moment where you go, Whoa. What am I doing? I'm such an idiot. Can I just get a job? Because one thing I've learned is that with a job that somebody else gives you, they give you a title and they tell you what you are, and then you can just live with that or not. Right. Whereas if you're working by yourself, you sort of make it up.
0: Yeah. You kind of have to.
6: So the first person's got to convince it yourself.
0: So what? So what's next for you? What do you What do you feel is the next thing? I mean, are you going to keep doing this? What, what What's your plan to to build it out, and and what's kind of your longer term plan?
6: I'm kind of. It, I mean, time time scale wise, I'm in a similar position probably to Virginia, which is that I'll I'll definitely keep it going for a good you know for a good three or four months. See how I'm feeling about it. I keep thinking that I'll wait for the moment when I'm calm, and then with it and see how I'm feeling but that moment doesn't seem to be coming so I'll try and out of all these different ideas and priorities that I have I think I'll just try and pick a few and go with them and make it a I know you're saying you know the changing of the year number is arbitrary which it is but at the same time it, it gives you like Christmas break which is time to calm down and review what you've done and what the last year has been like and I sort of look back and I went oh my god that was crazy right so I'm just trying, I'm just trying to put less pressure
0: on myself. I think that's great. And I think, you know, it's, it's always, it's always important to realize and take that look back, especially now, you know, first year of the month to kind of look back and say, man, look, look what I was able to accomplish over the last month or six months or year and really take stock of everything and say, all right, these are the goals that I have and this is what I want to do. But part of what I want to do is just kind of recover from what I just went through. And that's a valid you know, Merlin and I again—we were talking about like, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions. Like, your resolution can be recover from last year. You know, that's a perfectly valid thing that I think say. So, uh, well, good luck to you. When, yeah, I, I want oh, you to—I no. want you to call back in in a, a few months and let us know, uh, you know, what what's going on with you and and where things have gone. Absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's a
6: real supporting sort of community of quick listeners out there who've kept in touch. Um, Yeah, we have the best listeners. It's a nice place to keep in touch with. They're awesome. They're great.
0: They really are great. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for, uh, for the call. Good luck to you. Take care.
1: Thank you, Dan. Thanks to you, Hadi. Yes, of course.
0: Bye. (laughs) See, all happens through Twitter.
1: Twitter's the king.
0: All happens through Twitter. So if you want to share your, uh, your thoughts or comments,
1: or if you think someone should call into the show, yeah,
0: to send it out with Twitter, and then if you, if you have an email that you'd like to send, where can people go to send an email?
1: Five by five dot tv slash contact.
0: Yeah, and pick quit there, and it'll yeah. send me an email, and I will get it, and I will read it. And if you don't want me to read it on the air, be sure to say that. Or if or you're so like, you change uh, my name, yeah, change or my don't name say my or, company name, yeah, or whatever. All of that. It's all important.
1: All the good stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. That's what we want you to do. Yep. And uh five by five dot TV slash quit slash four slash forty seven is where you'll go to see a couple of the uh things we mentioned in the show notes. And uh and that's about it. Thanks to our sponsors. Linda linda.com, Squarespace. squarespace.com. And uh we will be doing a show next week. We got a little bit of traveling coming up. Yep. Uh but we'll mm. be doing a show. Well, Sky and I will be doing a show. Right, because I'm not allowed on. Well, We'll talk about it off the air. Uh huh. So have a good uh, have a good weekend, mm-hmm. everybody. Have a good weekend, Hattie. You too, Dan. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. Check five by five tv slash schedule to see when we are going to be recording. And of course, you can tune in live five by five tv slash live. Go get the iOS app.
1: Yep, rate the show.
0: It's free. Rate the show. That's Review a big it. help on iTunes. And we the, were just
1: Hattie, talking about reviews and ratings. Yeah,
0: today. it's important. And uh, Hattie can be found on Twitter at HattieBird, H-A-D-D-I-E, Bird. Yep. I'm Dan Benjamin on Twitter. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll, uh, we'll be back. See you next week.
1: Bye.